If you're looking for the most amazing podcast ever, well, this isn't it. You're listening to The Average Fellas Podcast, guaranteed to let you down and leave you unsatisfied. Hey, good morning. Welcome to The Average Fellas Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California, on another beautiful Monday morning, guys. Woo! It's another Monday morning, and we are still on the web. Hey, I just want to say thank you so much for subscribing to The Average Fellas Podcast Coffee Subscription Club, and thank you for purchasing our coffee. Really appreciate it. When you purchase the coffee, you support The Average Fella. You support small business. You support you support all those cool just interviews that we've had in the past and people that we're going to continue to have on the show. And I'm really excited because we're passing the 2000 mark. Uh, we already did pass the 2000 mark. By the time this episode airs, we've reached the 2000 downloads and we're, we're chugging along guys. The train is slowly uh, creeping and it's starting to starting to build up some steam. So really excited for that. Um, but like I said, thank you again for participating with the average fellows podcast coffee subscription club. You can drop by the website, www averagefellows.com and you can uh, you can subscribe there you can get a, a four ounce bag of specialty craft roast coffee for $7.99 plus a shipping fee or you can get the 12 ounce big boy which is going to be a one time purchase uh, of uh, 12 ounce specialty craft roast coffee for uh, $14.99 plus a shipping fee as well and that's at the website www.averagefellows.com support the podcast support the average fella thank you so much guys alright so <clears throat> we are here with another episode and today's episode I got a very special guest hey that was pretty good you know I, I think I did a pretty good job on that that was in less than two minutes so I'm gonna take a moment to just <laughs> that was awesome less than two minutes we got that intro done guys anyways today's guest it was a very special guest uh, extremely special guest uh, this episode is going to be one for the books this is gonna be the episode that um, you know I think is gonna be an instant classic um, along like with my, like my uncle's episodes, an instant classic. I know all you guys out there love that episode for some reason. It's so funny. I get a lot of responses from that one, but, um, you know, my dad is cut from the same cloth literally. And, uh, but he's, uh, he's my dad and he's a cool dude and I'm excited to have him on the podcast today. So, uh, without any further ado, once again, guys, uh, I want to introduce our guest hobby bread baker so this is really cool this is my dad's hobby like literally it's his hobby hobby bread baker clyde hernandez aka dad what's going on dad how you doing good morning good really good coffee and having a piece of toast hey that's that's what i'm talking about that's all man that's the that's the little things in life waking to have that cup of coffee i'm just like oh homemade, homemade piece of bread yeah. Oh man, I got my I got my coffee. You got your bread. Wow. Woo, man, that looked delicious. That looked delicious. So what's going on, Dad? How you doing? Good, really good. Just uh, was waiting for to see what it was gonna be like, and here we are today. And God bless. Let's uh, start rolling then. Let's start rolling, huh? Start rocking and rolling. Well, tell me a little bit about yourself, Dad. Tell me two small sentences, a statement for the listeners. Tell me about yourself. Uh, 
I'm two years old. I'll be 63 in April. And uh, I'm sort of retired. And I need my time. So uh, I would watch this uh, gal on TV cook and bake and stuff like that. So uh, I got in. And that's how I started. Didn't uh, didn't see YouTube or anything like that. Zach would tell me, my son would tell me about watching YouTube and figuring it out. So I watched a few things and I got it. And now I just experiment on it. And that's kind of how you just. That's I mean that's awesome. So okay, but like you're talking about like daytime television, right? You're talking like like a a, a baker on TV, like a cooking show on TV, right? Night. She would come out at night. Okay. She would come up at around four o'clock. Okay, okay. And it's just gal that would uh, try to do recipes really quick. So that sort of inspired me, and I would even uh, do different uh, cooking and stuff like that. And that's how I got started. It was always in my heart. I just never had the time. So, okay, but like, okay, prior to bread baking, prior to, to getting into your hobby and stuff like that, like, I know, like, growing up, I, I witnessed you work through the cement or through the Masons, you know, industry, cement construction industry. Uh, my entire life, I watched you kind of go through that and not really have a hobby. But so is this would you consider this like that hobby that maybe you if you had time before now that you if back then you had time, would you have discovered baking? If you do think you would have discovered baking younger, you would have, you know, been more interested like you are now with it. No, I never had the time. Well, I'm right. I mean, it never even crossed my mind to just start baking. No, I, I thought just, just one day I got up and, uh, they were doing bread or something like that. And I just said, well, heck, if they could do that, I could do that. I use your mom and your sister as guinea pigs. At first it, it took a while, but. I got the hang of it. I th- I believe I got the hang of it because I took some bread over to cousin Ray. Yeah, he's a former baker. Now all they do is uh, bake cake, and he said he really liked the bread. But he said to let let it and get more air pockets, and uh, and you'll see the difference. So that's what I did. Simple as that. Now I just add different uh, seasonings to it to make different types of bread now. But so, I, I enjoy doing that. So, like I said, though, but like, would you, do you think, though, do you think that, you know, like maybe, like, maybe, and if you had time, if there was a different, you know, just a different path, a different universe happened and you had time to, do you think that you would have, like, maybe enjoyed pursue baking for a career, maybe? Instead of, you know, getting into the construction, because I know like construction trade was handed down to you by, by my grand, my grandfather, you know, in a sense, is it like the knowledge and, you know, um, and the business? Yeah. Um, I, I guess so. I mean, uh, another hobby I have being that I'm, I'm 63, I love to fly kites. I enjoy right. standing out there on a day and watching a fly get a piece, piece of God. Yeah, that's and right. And I always thought of maybe even doing something on the, 
doing something. Uh, at that time, there was no internet. At that time, you would uh, put something in a newspaper and you could make kites and sell them, you know, like that. I, I thought it was doing something, one of my hobbies I would want to do. To develop. But is this day, me and Luke or me and April, when we out there, we go outside and fly kites. I got kites and the kids look at us like we're pretty only ones in the neighborhood that got kites. Yeah. And it's so windy out here. But that's true. That is true, though. I really like I really like seeing like one of those giant ones at the beach. You know, what I'm talking about those crazy ones like in Santa Cruz that you see like out, yeah. out there on the beach. Those ones are really cool. I, 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 I that slip that totally that's slipped my mind. Sweet. That totally slipped my mind. But that's right. You do have a hobby. You like flying kites. I totally forgot about that. Wow. Yeah. Have you always? Well, you also like presidents, right? You're also, you're also really interested in like presidents for some reason. <laughs> well, no, not interested in them. I just, uh, I, you know what, I, I enjoy when they come into the office. It doesn't matter what president comes into the office, Democrat or wherever. You know, they're gonna do what they're gonna do, and it just, it just shows me, you know, how great this country is. Because you know what, we could. Uh, it might take them four years to do some damage, or it might take them four years to create more jobs. But you know what? Hey, it's just neat to see how one man has so much power over this world, and uh, it's amazing, you know, because they're 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 elected to be in that position, and it's uh, it just it just shows me our democracy, the way the way they are, you know, the way people are, and the way they think, and uh, but I'm gonna for me it for me. It doesn't matter who's in the office, um, because we're survivors, and uh, regardless, we're gonna prosper. Regardless, uh, we're gonna meet uh, the things that we need to meet to to survive. So right. it doesn't matter who's in the office. We're you're, you just really be a survivor. My father taught us that. So no, I agree. I, but I yeah, agree with I'm, that. I'm interested in them. I've it's just. Um... Oh, it's, it's just, I think it's, uh, I think witnessing you discovering baking, because I know Courtney and I, we've definitely bought things to assist your baking hobby, because we're like, hey, if there's any way we can keep that bread coming, <laughs> we're going to feed that talent. <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what, it's, um, it's funny, because I started, uh, when I started this, I went to a uh, a secondhand store, and I bought a bunch of steel uh, uh, trays that you that go in the ovens just to bake. Yeah. They're just trays that you set the food on, you know. Well, I bent them, bent them to fit different loaves of bread. Then that's what I started baking with. And uh, I had a pizza stand, and I, uh, I think I, I went on YouTube and I watched some old man. And he would bake them in a pan, in a in a like a Dutch oven. But then I uh, I figured I go maybe I could get a different texture like a pizza if I did it on a pizza stone. So I would just uh, form the form the dough in a circle in a ball, and put a couple of marks on it, slashes on it. So when it breaks, it it opens up really nice, and and do it on a pizza stone and a better uh, uh, better looking piece of bread. Wow. Uh, how do you say it? it? It crunched more. It was more hard on the outside. And it was very soft on the inside. And with the pizza stone, it just, uh, 
you just put it in the middle and you have to put no water or nothing. You don't have you don't have to do nothing. You just let the bake bake for about uh, fifteen to thirty minutes. Depends what you're making. Wow. But that's all. That's you all. Know, that's all testing that's it, though, it. right? Like you've just been like testing and like trying and experimenting it back and forth, like. Yeah. Yeah, and people bake in uh, pizza ovens. They bake in pizza ovens, so that's uh, you know, so that's uh, and they're just brick ovens, fire brick ovens, and uh, so that's uh, that's the next thing we're gonna be doing that uh, pizza oven. And then we're going to be working on the cheese. The cheese is next. So Ooh. we'll do the we do the pizza, the bread. So that's our next our next venture. That's going to be awesome. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for that. That'll be amazing. So so what part of okay, as like as bread baking, we'll get deep into the let's get deep into the woods here. So what parts of baking do you love the most? What makes the hobby of baking interesting to you? Like, what is that? Th- what's that itch that you're scratching that keeps you wanting to develop your baking? You know what you're doing. You know what I do is I start around ten o'clock at night, and I'll make uh, two batches of bread, which is about maybe uh, four and a half cups of flour, teaspoon of sugar, teaspoon of salt. And maybe a little more than a quarter piece. And you put that all together and you work it for about maybe about 10 minutes. Or I have a I have a mixer to mix it too. And depends what I put in it. You know, I'll use the mixer. But if I'm just doing French bread, I just mix it by hand and let it set overnight to the next day to around maybe 8 o'clock, 8.30. Mm-hmm. Then I pull this bread out. I pull this dough and I roll it out and I make uh, three small loaves. And you see how the dough goes from uh, from uh, like a clay to the next day. It's it it triples. It just grows, expands. I can't tell you. It's like a it's like a sponge that sucks up water and expands. And then you 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 break it up and uh, you break it up and even uh, module and you make it into rolls. And you let it set for another hour and a half. You let it proof for another hour and a half. Then you stick it in the oven. But the amazing thing is, you stick this in the oven, uh, you start getting an aroma in your kitchen. And you can't wait till the 15 or 30 minutes is over so you go out and see what you got. And uh, it's, like a, it's like a picture. It's like a picture on a canvas. You know, the bread, the bread when it comes out, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have different markings on it. It's going to have uh, uh, different breaks in it. And it's, you know, you're creating something. And it's not only creating, but it smells so good and it's so good with butter in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that just and sounds just, like you. I, I love that. It sounds like you discovered that one morning ritual, <laughs> the baking of the bread early in the morning. <laughs> That's, oh, man. But I don't do it all the time. I do it maybe once a week. I do that. That sounds amazing, man. And I bless people, you know, like neighbors or something like that. that my family, you know, uh, with bread and stuff like that, so they could try it out. And, but uh, I really enjoy doing it. 
It's good. It's good stuff, man. Uh, I'm, I definitely enjoy eating it. I remember there was, I was doing keto one time. You sent me home with a giant loaf of bread that I froze until I was done with keto. <laughs> I was done with my diet. <laughs> I was like, okay, yes, I'm going to kill this thing. And then like, it, it took like, it took like a day or two for me to finish it. It was terrible. I ate the whole thing. It was, <laughs> but it was so worth it. There's this, there's this company in town here called uh, old, old town bakery. And I did some stuff. I did like some videos, just like some like um, like bacon sandwich. I don't know, some kind of like grilling video. Um, it was pretty funny. And uh, but man, they had some good bread too. And they had that dark that dark bread um, that you were talking that you talked to me about that you yeah. mentioned had coffee in it. I know we'll get into that later. I want to talk about that. That'll be the last question I want to yeah. talk about because that that's my passion and your passion meet in that recipe. So we need to talk about that. Like we'll get into that. Um, so do you have like a, you know, so, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm just asking the question to be, to be cleared. Like is baking like you, like one of your hidden passions that you would now like put, put up there with flying kites and, you know, watching, you know, documentaries yeah. on presidents. Like that's like, those are the two hobbies. Like as far as I remember when I was a kid, growing up i knew that you had a distinct interest in watching presidential documentaries like that's just i remember that was like your thing and i would always try to get you a dvd like that for christmas or it was john wayne you know john wayne movies but like i know that that was like like your hobby as far as like you know special interests was and you also had a like several picture books several like really like photo books not, not like not like cheap ones but like those bigger presidential books and military you know like ones from our uncle so and he was yeah. that in flying kites but bread now was that like a part is it would you consider that part of the trinity of hobbies now <laughs> the bread presidents and kites <laughs> well, well that Dad taking care of my pets, like two hens that give me two eggs a day, and then I got um, four rabbits to keep on making That's babies. Right. Jeez, man. You're a renaissance, man. Dog, so, you know, keeps me busy. You're a real renaissance, man. I've always been busy in life, so I have that all uh, in between taking care of the animals and uh, baking bread and uh, and just living. Uh, just I fill my time with that, so it brings me joy, brings me peace. Sometimes I'm out there with the dogs, and we're just sitting out there, and they're running around with a bunch of crazy. Back <laughs> up laughing, you know. I go, uh, I love to, I I love to enjoy uh, what God has blessed me with. You know what? And uh, um, it's just amazing that uh, uh, this I had got hurt and at the job. You know that this has happened, but I've been here for years that I haven't been working and uh, some reason that I, I feel in my heart that uh, uh, I'm better off now than I was when I was working and I you know and, and not to not to say that uh, you know I could I could get around a lot more better but uh, I just love home now yeah I enjoy baking bread being out there with animals and uh, you know hey that's, that's all you could ask for you know, and, and, and my family and able to share the bread making and the eggs that we get <laughs> from the chickens with the family. So it's, it's great. That's it's awesome. Great. 
Yeah, that's see, that's I mean, that's the thing too. Is like it's so funny now that I'm older, I realize the little slice of heaven that like I grew up in in Morgan Hill. And Courtney and I talk about it all the time, like we because she grew up in a very similar situation, like out at a ranch. Um, her well, not a ranch. I'm sorry, an almond orchard. Is that what it's called? An almond orchard? Is an is an orchard? Yeah, almond almond orchard. So she um, she. She, she, her parents had a place like that was right in the middle of a farm. There was a giant farm around them, and there was just a house that had a little plot right in the middle of this giant farm, uh, or at least a part of it. And it just, you know, her experience growing up with dogs and out in the country, it just reminded me of, of mine, April's, and Luke's growing out there in Morgan Hill. And I think nowadays, like more than ever, like that entire experience is the only thing that, like, I would really want to take. I would want to do like for my kids as well, as far as like what I think would probably be best for the situation as far as like a, a raising kids is having that out that little bit of country life for them. Because you talked about like, you raising, you, you know, you have a few hens and stuff. And like when I was a kid, you had chickens for us too. You got chickens for us and we raised chickens and it was wild to see what the chickens would do. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Um, but yeah, that's I, I totally forgot. So you have rabbits and chickens now, right? Yeah. How, okay, so with the rabbits. I had, though, ra uh, I had this, those rabbits for like five years already. Wow. I had the same two rabbits for five years that giving me the bunnies, the baby bunnies that I give away. Yeah. Wow. But okay, like I still have the same two originals, and they were given to me because somebody took care of them. Yeah, wow. one was uh, <laughs> uh, was no, the brown bunnies was uh, Josh and Jennifer's, and they couldn't take care of it. And uh, so my sister-in-law gave it to me, and then April kept on getting bunnies, and they kept on dying. So uh, the last one I took care of, and I had it ever since. Lucky. <laughs> Lucky, that's right. He's still around. Man, he's still around. How many? So, how many chickens do you have too now? Just two chickens. Just two chickens. One lays brown eggs. The other one lays, lays uh, white eggs. Oh wow! Just two chickens. That's all you need. That's awesome. Today. Hey, so what type of bread? What type of Fred? What, what type of Fred? What type of bread is your is your favorite bread? Like just to eat, like your guilty pleasure uh, bread that like garlic. sourdough garlic is my favorite bread to eat. The smell so good, and the Ooh. crust is really hard. Man. When you when you, you break the bread, you break the bread, it, it 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 cracks, but the inside is so soft. I love that. I like a hard crust bread. Like a rustic type of bread. That's like an Italian style. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I always like that and type of like smells. herb. What I do is uh, I go to Dollar General and I pick up uh, minced garlic. It's small little pieces of garlic. And when I do the when I put the flour in there, I throw in maybe two uh, tablespoons or three tablespoons of minced garlic in there, and just uh, salt, 
uh, about a half a teaspoon of sugar on that, and then a whole teaspoon of uh, a yeast, and put a little bit of vinegar in it, and maybe uh, maybe a little bit of uh, sour cream. So that gives. I don't know how to make a. a I don't know how to make a, a, a sourdough uh, French bread, but that's what I use to make a sourdough French bread starter. But that's how I do it to make my bread. Because if you do that, then you have to feed it like for seven days to to get that starter going, and you keep on uh, using part of it and part of it. But you got to keep on feeding it. This wow. way, I don't have to wait that long. I could do it, and uh, you know, I make it over the next day. It's ready to go, and you could smell the difference. You know, uh, you could smell the sour sourness in it, and it just gives it a different flavor. The vinegar gives it a different flavor. It's not tart or anything like that. Wow! Uh, something with the the chemical in the in the vinegar and the sour cream. It just gives it a, a different taste and a different flavor. It's yeah, that's it's excellent. That's my favorite. Baking's all chemistry too, which is what's up? Yeah. It's yeah, just, you're right. It is. It's just like I mean, that's so weird. I mean, I feel like it's very similar to to you know maybe even doing cement as well. You know, it's kind of like a mix that goes in becomes <laughs> like hard and then <laughs> kind of similar maybe yeah. in, in a way. Yeah, that's- yeah, and with with concrete too. I mean, there's different additives you put in it to make it dry faster, make it dry slower, or different textures you want to get in it. You know, there's all kinds of stuff you could do. It's it's almost the same concept as baking bread when you want something to change, when you want a flavor to change, or you want to try something different. And sometimes you gotta let it rise even longer. You know, sometimes you gotta let it rise once it it sets overnight. And it um, what happens when it sets over when it sits there for you know ten to nine hours or nine to ten hours, it uh, it uh, how can you say it? It it it's it's like a mold. It it, it grows and, and and you get different smells and stuff like that out of it. And I think the more uh, the more pungent the <clears throat> the smell of the bread when it's just dough, uh, you get a better flavor. Because there's uh, some sort of, there's a chemical so reaction going on, right? Because you have to put yeast, yeah. when you when you mix it to, when you make the dough, you're adding yeast to, okay, I, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not a genius, but I know that there's, that the yeast is doing something. There's a chemical reaction going on from the yeast doing something, right? Yeah, it, it forms and it grows. It foams and it grows. It, it's a, <clears throat> it's like I said. It's like a, it's like um, how do you say that? Uh, uh, I can't think of the word, but it just grows and it, it and it spreads and and it only takes a little bit of yeast. Like I said, if you you could use a quarter spoon of yeast and let the bread set for even twenty four hours, and um, it, it does the same thing. If you were to put a whole tablespoon in there, you know, it does the same thing, you know, but you get a quicker rise because you've got more yeast uh, in it. Oh, okay, yeah. But the yeast is a in the flavor because it does something to the to the flour and the sugar and the salt, you know. But That's you right. need you need sugar to make the yeast more reactive, to make it uh, to to make it explode, to make it right. start working. So that's the and same then, thing uh, with you mix the salt the salt with the 
that's the same thing with making yeah. wine because the time I okay remember okay so yeah. um, this gets me into my next my next yeah. questions about YouTube right so I was literally 17 or 18 I can't remember how old I was YouTube was like new stuff okay I had a few videos I posted on YouTube yeah. some dumb stuff this is why I'm podcasting now because I was out on the YouTube a long time ago like doing dumb stuff <laughs> oh my gosh um anyways but I learned how to make wine on YouTube when I was like 17 or 18. And this is, gosh, man, I'm, I'm going to be 33 this year. Oh, my gosh. Man, that's 15 years ago. 15 years ago, I learned how to make wine on YouTube. I made it in our house and I had to get, I made it in a, in a two liter bottle. Oh, my gosh, that was so wild. But I remember using the yeast and the sugar. The yeast had to eat the sugar in order to create the alcohol. So I imagine it was in a similar similar chemical reaction going on with the bread where it's like the yeast has to eat the sugar to you know, create some sort of chemical reaction. Um, yeah. Speaking of YouTube, who are... That's what, yeah, activate. So, right, exactly. So um, that's... The, that's exactly what I was thinking about the about that's always exactly why I reference the wine because it just made made total sense now. Um, but who are some of your favorite YouTubers? I know you've since I because I, I've always talked to you about using YouTube as just a, a place to look stuff up. Like if you want to learn something, like go to YouTube. Like how what do you, what are your thoughts on YouTube? And like I know because like I mean you're going to be sixty three, right? Yes. So what do you think yes. about using YouTube to learn things? Do you think that's, is that like a new thing for like a new, like being 63 years old and be able to like use YouTube to learn stuff? What are your thoughts yeah, on that? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, it is. Uh, I, I like to sit there and watch it sometimes, but uh, I myself, I like to just do it. I enjoy uh, uh, just doing it because I, that's something that I'm thinking I'm creating and uh, you know it's a give and take you know it either it's gonna work for you or it's not gonna work for you but you learn that way I mean you get on YouTube but it has to be a passion in your heart to uh, want to do it you know it has to be something you want to do it's just like anything any other kind of hobby you know I'm the fish too but uh, right now uh, this is I get more joy out of doing this Right, but like so. And um, but like for like, you know, like someone like using, like using, is it? Do you think it's? Did you ever imagine a future where you would have like your phone where you can look up little videos real quick to like to learn something or to be inspired or to like help you? you know, like learn the new process that you need to add to your bread. Like, because every time I'm cooking in the kitchen, like when I'm in the kitchen, I'll, I'll YouTube a recipe really fast. And then I'll be like, all right, I need to go to the kitchen real quick and like whoop something up similar, maybe not the same, but like having that, you know, my phone to be able to look it up real fast and be like, Oh yeah, I could do that. You know, like what, what did you ever imagine that capability? Like when you're like being in this reality now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I never, uh, I never really imagined that. But I remember some old man, and he used to tell me, he goes, he goes, you're gonna see the day in your life. We used to go put gas 
And he goes, you're going to see the day in your life where the dollar bill is going to move faster than the gallon. And I didn't really understand it. But now I understand it because now you're paying three bucks, four bucks a gallon of, for a gallon of gas. Or even the milk or, uh, you know, anything, you know, uh, uh, you know, sodas or gas or milk, you know, you're paying, you know, three, four bucks a gallon now, you know. Before you used to get a gallon of gas for 35 cents. I remember when I first started driving. And just, it's, uh, it's crazy. But uh, YouTube, um, to tell you the truth, I really believe it's almost the same. Bread baking, it's all about uh, time, just watching the bread. Because uh, the great the great bakers that bread like in France or Italy, and even in America, you know, it's 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 just uh, it's time consuming. Uh, in order to get a good bread product, you have to let it sit overnight. It has to uh, it has to uh, form itself. It has to uh, do what it has to do. The chemical reaction that makes it you get your different flavors. So. And it's just it, patience, really, and that's how you know. Just be patient. You know, for uh, for you know, like I said, it takes me about 15 minutes to put uh, three loaves, uh, three small loaves of bread. You know, the the the, the French bread that gets mix that all up and just leave it in my. I leave it in a plastic uh, uh, plastic uh, tray with the cover. I spray oil in there. And just set it in there and let it set overnight to the next day. And then the next day, I'll figure out if I want to make uh, uh, round dough balls or if I want to make uh, if I want to make baguettes or if I want to make small uh, French rolls or whatever. You know, however, whatever you know, God gives me that day to make. But you could uh, any uh, depends what you put in your bread. You know, whatever you're gonna make. You know, however you want to make it. But it's like a it's like I say, it's like being an artist and you're painting a picture on a canvas because once you stick the bread in the oven and you see how it forms and how it comes out, it's just uh, it's awesome, beautiful. It smells and tastes beautiful. It's just, it's just like an interactive like a, yeah. experience with bread, you know? <laughs> YouTube, YouTube, like I said, it's good. I go, but it, it's, it's, uh, it's the same thing. I mean, it hasn't changed over... Thousands of years. I mean, they well, used no, to bake right. in in, uh, in rock in the days. Yeah, so it, it could be done back then in rock ovens. I mean, how much more now that we got ovens and stuff like that? <laughs> well, right, but I'm I'm just talking about like using YouTube as a tool to learn or to be inspired while you're baking. You know, like oh well, let me try this recipe or like you know to find techniques that you know otherwise you know wouldn't because you know how fast it is to learn how to bake bread on YouTube. It's quick. You, you can learn a yeah. simple recipe like in a day, yeah. right? So that's what I'm saying. Like using YouTube. Well, that's what I do. I, I watched a guy on TV do it on, on YouTube do it one time. And I said, well, I could do that. You know? Yeah. And I just took it from there, but I just seen what, what it took. Uh, yeast. It's really the same formula. A quarter spoon of yeast, a teaspoon of sugar, a teaspoon of salt, and three and a half cups of flour. It's like playing my favorite video you know, game called whatever. Minecraft. And it's up to you. If you want to go, if you want, you know, when I baked it like that, I seen that I got uh, two loaves. So I figure if I do a loaf and a half, I mean, if I do four cups and a half and let it set even longer, uh, let it proof even longer, I the dough expanded even more. 
So the longer you wait, the more the more dough you get because your dough grows. That's I think that's super cool. I think that's super interesting so really, about uh, that. You know, just and so it's, it's really all about developing your technique about, you know, like really like learning, like you said, the timing and learning like how the yeast reacts to per perfect, you know, your loaf. Um, so speaking of speaking of baking, did did my grandmother bake bread? Did your mother bake make homemade bread? No, well, what she baked was uh, she would bake like biscuits and uh Sometimes she'd make these little uh, breads with like brown sugar and, and stuff like that. They were just uh, like a little coffee coffee cake, like a little panunza, but that's about it. Wow. I mean, she made tortillas and stuff like that, but no, really bake or anything like that, but she could make tortillas. And that's about all the baking she you, really did. But she uh, okay. Dad, I want Chinese wanna... food, American food. I think I think you need to make tor tortillas, all right? I think you need to be the guy to make tortillas and show show some I make I've never tried your tortillas before. I make tortillas. Yeah, I make I make oh when your mom rolls them out. Oh my goodness. Well, you need to make some of those yeah. for me next time I go down there. What the heck? <laughs> you didn't tell me you made tortillas, dang. Oh my gosh. Oh man! So you know what's so funny is a couple of days ago. Well, no, it's not a couple. It's a couple months ago. I took Courtney to this uh, little Mexican sweet bread shop, little panderia, right? And she was just like, "Oh, what? What are we getting?" And I was like, yeah. "We're gonna go get Mexican sweet bread." She had never gone to get Mexican sweet bread. I was like, "This is gonna be so fun!" Oh my <laughs> gosh! I took I, I took Courtney. I took Courtney to go get Mexican sweet bread. Oh. She never been to bakery. She had never been to a Mexican bakery, and so I was like, "I gotta take you." And um, it was awesome. It was awesome. I sh went in there and I she picked like. Was, she didn't even live on the border. I know, right? Well, that's the thing, though. But like, uh, I mean, there's a lot of little Mexican markets out here and stuff. But unless you don't know, like that Mexican sweetbreads are like, you know, uh in these little, like, I don't know if people associate that together, you know, it's, diff it's weird. There's so many other options out in the world for you to choose, you know, that's the Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's probably why, but anyways, we went in, we bought like, I think I bought like a dozen of them, but it was, there was, um, it was, uh, 75 cents for mini or 50 cents for mini sweet breads. So it was like the mini shell, the mini, uh, yeah. Conchas, the mini pigs yeah. and everything. Oh my God. It was so good. I just, yeah, that was amazing. Especially with a piece of, with some coffee. Oh my God. I live for that stuff. Hey, so what are, if you, okay, your experience, what, what are three things new hobby bakers should know when starting to learn to bake? Well, number one, don't be afraid to try it or whatever it is. Just try it. Uh, number two, uh, you just got to really enjoy it and uh, just watch it uh, grow as you enjoy it, you know. And number three, I would say be patient. Uh, the dough do what it has to do overnight and 
you learn by a different temperatures that you bake it how your bread's going to turn out. Some loaves you bake you bake for 15 minutes, some loaf you bake for 30 minutes, some loaf you can even bake for 45 minutes. It depends what type of texture it is. And I usually set my oven like at 430, 430 degrees. And uh, you know, if I if after 15 minutes, if I believe that bread's gonna be ready in 15 minutes, and I take it out and take a look at it. If not, I'll leave it in there for another five minutes. Or if I know I'm making a heavy-duty loaf with uh, jalapeno and, and garlic and, and cheese on it, then I leave it for 30 minutes, take a look at it, and pull it out and spin it around on the, on the pizza stone and uh, leave it in there for another five minutes to get a different texture on it. And just like I said, it's like you uh, drawing a picture or molding a making something out of your hand, you know, and you, you'll see, you get excited when you see the bread because of what it does. I mean, you could, I'm learning how to slice the bread now. So when it breaks, it, it gives a pattern. So, uh, and, and that's something different. You know, I just got to get the right blades for that. But uh, you learn that as you go. It's a process, you know. Uh-oh, there's so, a new, so now there's a new gadget. Some people like using it. You discovered a new gadget, yeah. huh? I just get a, I get a pair of scissors or yeah, I just get a pair of scissors, and when I uh, when I lay the dough out and I let it, uh, I roll it into uh, French rolls. I let it sit there for about 20 minutes, and I go with the pair of scissors and I clip it, make some marks on it, and it it makes some cuts in it in an angle. And then when I bake it, it, it that's where it tears, splits up, and it gets crusty there. It uh, gets darker there. It seems like it cooks uh, even more there, and it gives it a design on it. So. Uh, you just learn. Just don't be afraid. You got to try it. And if you fail one time, just keep try it again because you'll get it. Right away, you'll get it. I mean, I got it. Wow. But that's what I would say. Be patient. No, man, I'm definitely going to have to. I'm definitely going to have to listen to this. Okay, do you actually have the formula, like your recipe on how to make a simple loaf of bread? Like in your, can you, can you, can you just like list it really fast? Yeah. In my head, it three. I use three cups of flour, of all-purpose flour. I use a teaspoon of sugar, a teaspoon of salt, and a little more than a quarter spoon of uh, yeast, and that's it. What kind, what the, kind of the yeast? The yeast I put was warm water. Just uh, I forgot the name of this yeast, but I got it at Costco. I got a, like three oh, okay. pounds of yeast for like four bucks. Okay. And I bought. Uh, 25 pounds of flour from Costco for like $9. So I just finished that 25 pounds and I still got half of yeast left over. Wow. So 25 pounds of flour and three pounds of, of yeast. I only used a pound and a half of yeast maybe. Wow. And I still got yeast in the freezer. So package. So it, it, it tell you the truth, it, it's cheap. It's cheaper than, uh, it's cheaper to bake your own bread. And I go and it, like I said, at 15, you can make a quick French bread, a soft French bread, probably in about four hours. You could mix the dough, <clears throat> uh, let it proof. You put it in a warm place, like over the over the oven, and let it proof. I'll, I'll do in the morning too if I want to do bread quick. Uh, I when I do the coffee, I'll mix up my dough and I'll set my bread on top of the coffee, the coffee percolator. Wow, and it get that steams it and it warms it and it makes the bread it makes the yeast activate right away. 
So maybe in two hours I got uh, double the size and I take it out and work it for about maybe 10 minutes and form it and let it sit for another 35 minutes and then throw it in the oven. And when I do it that way, I put a little pan of water <clears throat> in the bottom of the oven and that steams it to make the loaf even get uh, grow even more. So that's just a fat, you know, you just learn. So, okay, but then when you, when you, so do you say that you added warm water to the yeast before you added to like the mixture of all the other dry ingredients? Yeah, if, if I need to make a quick loaf of bread, uh, yeah, okay. that's what I do, yeah. If not, then I just use regular, regular tap water and sugar and mix that all together. And then I mix all my ingredients from my bread and I throw that in there and then let it sit overnight because in, in 12, 13 hours I go, that it, the yeast is activating and it does what it does. Wow. Wow. That's going to be awesome. I'm definitely going to, this is going to be awesome. So by the end, hopefully by the end of this episode, uh, the people have heard enough to go experiment in their kitchen and just go try to put together a quick loaf. You know what I'm saying? Like put it together, put it, what, what, how do you suggest? So after you mix all the dry ingredients, you mix the yeast and everything and you said you let it set. Do you just cover it with some plastic and leave it on a pan, leave it out like on a cooking tray? You could put it in a bowl and then put some uh, plastic wrap over the top of it, but spray, uh, spray a little bit of oil on your, on your bowl. So your, uh, so your dough doesn't stick to it and it, it falls out easier. That's it. Wow. Just like playing with. And so, and then you just let that set over overnight on, on your counter, a nice, cool, dry area. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just a, yeah. You know, it's gotta be warm area. I guess, I guess what I'm saying that the, the, the yeast, uh, it, uh, when, when it starts growing, activating it, it, uh, it's like I said, it's like a, it's like a mold. It just starts bubbling up and bubbling up, and the more it bubbles, the more big air. Looking for in your bread is that you get air pockets in it. So the the less you touch your dough, uh, you get bigger air pockets. Pull it out, you know. Like I said, you just roll it a couple of times, and then and that's it. Don't touch it no more. Let it set, because the yeast is is, is got. Uh, Air in it, and it, and it makes the makes the the air pockets in the bread, and that's uh, that's where you get a good a good tasting bread. You're gonna tell the bigger air pocket in your bread, the better tasting bread you get, because it formates a gas inside of it. Oh wow, okay. And you just learn. So so say after I let after yeah. we let it set overnight, set the oven to four thirty or on whoever's of it is, you know, that first loaf could probably go on nothing yeah, fancy for 15 minutes at 4.30? Yeah, you could do it. You could, you could do it. It depends. Like I said, if you're making, if you're making, uh, if you're making the long skinny loaves, yeah, yeah just a simple loaf. Minutes. Anything after that goes from 25 to 30. Yeah. Simple loaf. Yes. That's it. Wow. That's awesome. And you do it. You just uh, you you have a glass door in your in your in your uh, oven. You'll see it. You'll see the dough expanding and everything. That's awesome. It's amazing. All right, Dad. Well, so we're we're coming up on this last question here. The question I really wanted to answer you, since we're talking about recipes, we're talking about baking bread. 
my question is how do I get to make that super cool dark brown bread that you showed me and you said that you mentioned this bread has coffee in it. Can you talk about this bread? Talk about the coffee, talk about the bread, talk about, give me a little bit of the insight on how you can break down that recipe for the listeners. It's a, it's a brown bread and it usually comes in a can. You could bake it in a can and it leaves a mark like a, of a can, a big can. And uh, um, we went to a, a restaurant over here where Zach got married at, and uh, they had these brown rolls. And I said, what the heck? I go, I wonder how they did this brown roll. Well, there's a, there's a special flour that's, that, that's sort of brown. I go, but um, when I talked to the gal, there's a gal back there that cooks it. There. She goes, oh, no. She goes, uh, she, to get that color, she puts coffee in it. So I said, okay, that's all I needed to know, that she puts coffee in it. So I just figured if I take a cup of, co- a cup of coffee and put a tea, uh, quarter spoon of yeast in there, and then it, it was sweet. So I, I, go, I Googled that, and it said to use molasses. So I used molasses in it and brown sugar, and that's how I make that bread. But uh, I used maybe a, a, a cup of coffee, uh, three-quarters cup of regular water, uh, a teaspoon of, of sugar, a quarter uh, cup of molasses, um, and I think it's another uh, two table, two teaspoons of brown sugar, and I mix that all together, and then I just put the put the regular regular flour in there, and I put the, pour the coffee in there and everything, and mix it up, and it gets dark. Like so you use come out, comes out brown. You use one whole cup of It'll taste the coffee of coffee grounds. One whole cup of coffee. So you grind no, whole coffee. Beef. Coffee. Oh, oh, of oh, brewed coffee. One whole cup of brewed coffee. Wow. Oh my gosh. I need to make this YouTube video. I'm gonna make this YouTube video. Oh my. All right. We need to do a YouTube video, Dad. We need. All right. I'm gonna send you my coffee. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Then you just do the molasses, and and that's what makes it dark too. The molasses and gives it the flavor. Wow. And it's not that it's a sourdough, it's a lot more a sweet bread, you know, a, a sweeter bread, but not really, really sweet, but it's like it's a dinner flavor, roll. It's a good it's a good it's a good dinner yeah, roll. Yeah, it's a dinner roll. It goes I think that that darker or you roll I think it pairs well with like a good a good chicken salad, like a good a good tangy salad and a good protein. Just it goes good with that bread. I don't know what it is, but oh so good. Well, you could get it's like a rye bread without the rye, so you get that 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 flavor from the rye, that's the seed or whatever it is, and you mix it in there, so you could get a you get a rye bread out of it. But this is almost the same thing. You could even do it on a loaf pan and slice it up and use it for sandwiches, chicken sandwiches, tuna fish sandwiches, whatever. Oof, that sounds amazing. Bread. That sounds so good. I'm going to go try and make one of these loaves of bread for reals. I'm going to try. I'm going to post a picture on Instagram uh, of the loaf of bread that I make. Um, yeah, that sounds amazing. All right, Dad. Well, we're, we're getting to the end of this interview here. Uh, let me see here. We hit that 51-minute mark. Not bad. Not a bad interview, Dad. Not, not a bad interview at all. 
so uh, it is our tradition here at the Average Fells Podcast to do a sign-off and a shout-out. Who would you like to shout-out before we sign off today, Dad? Hi to my family, my sisters and brothers, nephews and nieces. Everybody be blessed and be careful out there and um, know that uh, there's a God that who loves you guys and uh, that is waiting patiently you and um, he'll give you everything you need and that's peace. And right now that's what you need right now at this time, peace, you know, and know that he's going to be the one that's going to uh, be, the, be the spirit that's going to uh, sustain you in life. And with any problem you're going through, the Holy Spirit will sustain you and, and carry you through and, and give you revelations on what you're supposed to do in life. And he's, he's brought that to me, and that gives me peace. You know, I enjoy being around the work and stuff like that still. Uh, uh, a nephew of ours, Fort Concrete, the other day, so I went down to go check it out, and it just happened to be the guys that used to work for me that did the work, you know, and... Um, it was amazing because I seen these guys and they're all younger than me and they look a heck of a lot older than me. And they were telling me that I look good. I go, but they didn't know that I had a bout with cancer and uh, just barely got my hip fixed and I need my knees fixed, you know. So yeah. but I, st I thought I looked a, a lot healthier than them <laughs> uh, overall, you know. But it was just good to see the guys and uh, yeah. seeing that they were still going for the same thing. Yeah, to, to shout as the family, just, uh, hey, uh, trust the Lord and, and uh, enjoy life, especially right now. You know, enjoy your family. I mean, it's good to be home with your family right now. It's, that's the main thing. We need each other. Definitely. Hey, Dad, I wonder, if, so, would you be uh, interested in, uh, would you be interested in coming back on the podcast for a, uh, maybe a, another episode in the future? We'll do another one of your hobbies, maybe a kite one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We could do that one. Yeah, next. well, like I said, I want to do the cheese. Ooh, the cheese. All right. Yeah, we'll definitely I'm get gonna, you back. I'm gonna, on. YouTube, I'm gonna YouTube how they do the cheese, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, then I'll start making my own cheese. I just gotta see them make one, one the cheese, just get the basic idea of it. Then from there, you do what you want to do to make it. Exactly. You learn by experience. For sure. All right, Dan. Well, I appreciate you being on the podcast. This is awesome. It was great talking about your hobby, getting to hear from you, and get to just get a little snippet of uh, of what you're working on with this bread and understanding understanding the uh, the passion, getting to know the the brains behind the the bread uh, there. So I really appreciate you jumping on the podcast. Once again, guys, thank you for supporting the podcast. Uh, thank you for the ratings, the reviews, uh, the likes, subscribes, all those things that helps us rank up in directories and get our name out there. When you help us, you support us, support the average fellow, support small businesses, nonprofits, independent artists, startups, you name it. That's what we're here for. The average fellow. Uh, so drop by our website, www.averagefellows.com, and check out our coffee. We have a coffee subscription there, $7.99 plus a shipping fee. We'll go ship a four-ounce bag of specialty craftless coffee directly to your door monthly, or you can get the one-time 12-ounce uh, bag as well. So once again, guys, I uh, appreciate you uh, and all the work you guys are doing out there, liking, subscribing, rating, reviewing. Peace and love from the fellows. 